Hello and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. My name is Brooke McCallery and this is the show all about slow. It's also all about social media for this week. Yes. And last week and the week coming. Welcome to episode 204. We are continuing our talk on social media, our social media channels, and what works for us as a business and what also works for us personally while we still live our slow life and mindful philosophy. Yeah, that was very articulate. (laughs) You seem surprised. Look, I am a little bit. But it is a really good question, I think, because the expectation is that when you're building a business or when you have a business that operates online, you are pretty much always accessible. So us being quite mindful and having boundaries around our time with social media flies in the face of almost all the, quote, business advice you get at conferences and, you know, in online courses and all that kind of stuff that you need to be everywhere. You need to be accessible. You need to be responsive. Promoting your personal brand and promoting the brand of your business. Like that's what it is. Yeah. I used to get that all the time. Yeah. And I think the expectation is that you are on all the time. And I don't think it's a surprise to anyone that we are not on all the time. So this series was initially... I guess, prompted by a question that we had about balancing business, social media, personal use and slow. And I think it's a fantastic question. It is very good. This week we're going to talk about my favourite social media channel, Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, Instagram, love it or hate it? I love Instagram. Yeah, why? I don't know. I think it it feels less heavy than Facebook and Twitter. We spoke about Twitter last week's being kind of, it can certainly be a really negative space. And Instagram's light and fluffy and kind of nice. It's it's pretty pictures. Mm. It doesn't feel like it, it takes as much of you, I think, as a user and also as a creator. That is changing, I think, with Mm. all of the additional ways that people can message you and get in touch. And Mm. I just think that it's complicating it. And we're seeing the algorithms of Instagram are changing. It used to just be you would log on and whatever your people, the people you were following were doing would be like chronologically. It would come up in chronological order. Yeah, which was great because it's sort of Instagram. But now you've got this whole pay to play thing where people are coming on as businesses and if they're paying then they're going to appear higher in there who are they paying is it just through instagram, instagram. Ads? yeah is that Which the is instagram Facebook. ads yes okay so if you've got an instagram ad you're more likely to feature higher in someone's feed i don't know i've never done it so i don't yeah. know but let's I've... get to those ads in a minute i just want to challenge you about being fluffy and and everything else i would i see instagram as the most manufactured social media channel it is it absolutely is, but I don't find it as oppressive. I understand that that's what it is. I've made my peace with the fact that very rarely do people post real life, mm. and that's great. You go into it understanding that, and I think that it's a much lighter kind of experience, I, and I just view it as pretty pictures or interesting captions or an interesting glimpse into someone's day, and I don't ever think that I'm looking at real life, <laughs> and I think that that's helpful. Yeah, I get that. 
So let's talk about ads. We baby. Let's talk about. So tell me why why wouldn't you as a business as a business owner why wouldn't you use Instagram ads? I'm seeing a lot of people and businesses use yeah. Instagram ads. Heaps of people I know do it. Yeah. Why why wouldn't you? Just never really thought of it to be honest. Would you? I'm not going to say I wouldn't, but I have no desire to at the moment. Okay. I don't know. I just think that we have such a great community and mm. it's growing. Mm. And I think you put ads out into Instagram land and you get in front of people who may not be picking up what you're putting down. They may not get it. They may not want to get it. They may not enjoy the content. And I think you're just opening yourself up to pushback. Okay. Which happens when you do things online. I don't know. I just... But what if it's about promoting like a service that we're offering? Take, for example, our upcoming... Live Life Simply Online Retreat. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that that is a natural fit for an Instagram ad? Maybe. I honestly don't have an and issue And we're recording with it. this months in advance, so we, we may end up doing Instagram ads for that. But it's interesting. It's just something that we've never looked at. No, and I think I'm, I am hesitant and, and kind of reluctant to do it because they annoy me a bit. Okay, so what's the difference between an Instagram ad and a promoted post on a Facebook? Nothing. Just one's been around longer than the other and people are more used to it. Okay. That's what I think. Right, yeah. I, I, I totally agree with that. Totally agree. Yeah, I don't think there's anything really different about it. Yeah. I'm also very, I'm kind of blind to ads. Like Advertising doesn't work very well on me. Mm. So I really do question the benefit of them too. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm your typical buyer of things. You know, if I see an ad on Instagram, I don't even engage with it. I yeah. don't even look at it. It just... It's an automatic flick buy and I'm the same on Facebook. I couldn't tell you the last time or probably the first time that I bought something as a result of having seen an ad on social media. So I'm not the best person to judge the effectiveness of it. Obviously they're working for someone, whether or not that someone is Facebook because they're making heaps of money off people by telling them that they need to spend money on Instagram ads. I don't know. Mm. But I used to really, they used to really bother me, Instagram ads. Now I don't even see them. There are even Instagram ads in Instagram stories now. Yes. Yeah, they annoy me. They annoy me because they blare their music out obnoxiously, even if you've got your like Sound the, the sounds down. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's just another way of getting in your face. And that can be challenging because you're right. A lot of Instagram does feel like it's just selling something anyway. It doesn't have to be. And I think that I filter that stuff out over time. If someone's just selling at me, at me, at me, I will stop following them. So for me, Instagram is a lot like Facebook used to be. So I lock my Instagram down. It's a private account. I would only ever accept requests from people like friends and family that mm-hmm. I know very well. So I have a very limited number of people on my Instagram mm-hmm. feed, like not a lot at all. And so it still sort of feels a bit like what Facebook used to be <laughs> for me. But for a business, you want to try and hit as many people as possible and mm. you want people to follow you and you want to follow people what's what's our strategy for instagram our strategy is changing i think we are in the process of starting up a an instagram account for this podcast Mm -hmm. because we've never done that before and i've always been hesitant to stick too much of the podcast in my personal instagram account Mm -hmm. and i think that that will see things changing quite a bit and my account will just be me Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the you know the work stuff, the podcast stuff will go over to another account. There'll be a bit of crossover, of course. But uh, I think that I'm 
I'm quite looking forward to that, I Mm. think, because if people are following the podcast account, then that's what they want. They want to see stuff about the podcast and about slow living. And if you're following me, yeah, they're probably interested in some of that, but um, they don't necessarily have to have both and both can be quite different. So how will we manage that now, an additional account? We we have started building a team of awesome people who are helping us with this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. because that was the reason we didn't have another one. Uh, I didn't want one. Mm. I didn't have the time or the inclination to run another account. You can't do it. Well, look, you can, but like an extra hour to a week of creating things and you know what I mean? It's just it wasn't something I wanted to do. So now we have the wonderful Steph working with us part-time. Steph's helping with lots of things behind the scenes and she will also be uh, running basically the Slow Home Podcast Mm -hmm. Instagram account so that we don't have to. Yeah, excellent. And that's in a very practical way sense that's how we're going to keep that manageable Mm. in terms of how i keep my account manageable now a few things i very rarely maybe one in a hundred one in 200 posts are actually real time the insta part of instagram doesn't apply to me it's usually i might take a photo if we're doing something and then post it later like a day later an hour later yeah it's only the stories that are the insta yeah, uh, and even them sometimes aren't. They're within 24 hours because they have to otherwise be. they disappear. Yeah. yeah, even those are very rarely in the moment and that's a really active choice that I made. I don't want to be taken out of the moment by writing some kind of caption about things or putting stickers on a photo and, post. you know, it takes me out of whatever it is I'm doing. Yeah. So that's one way that I manage it. I don't post every day to my main page and I certainly don't do Instagram stories every day. No. Mostly because I think that most of my life is pretty boring. Like I don't think anyone would care. (laughs) So I don't share it. I think if you do run accounts um, as part of your work and you're torn between uh, how much to share and how often and when and how and all that kind of stuff, it probably would be a mix of scheduling and pre-preparing posts and then kind of sprinkling them throughout the week and then also particularly with instagram stories because i can see that as being really detrimental to your balance your your living balance if you're trying to instagram story all the time choose a day or two a week and make that your instagram story day and the rest of the the week don't worry so much really yeah i just think that brings a bit of balance and a bit of mindfulness back to what we're sharing and why and people don't also become blind to what you're doing Mm. if you're constantly there unless you have some extraordinarily interesting life people will usually just kind of flick through and that happens to me if someone that i follow posts incessantly i don't pay attention to them anymore so while that's probably not profile building 101 that's how i make it work for me and that's what's important because it's not working for me then I'm just going to not enjoy it. Yeah. And it's, and it's and it becomes not, work. Yeah. 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 And it is work though. I think that is important for me to make that distinction. Well, yeah. In in companies now, there are such things as social media managers. Of course. Like it's a job. Yeah. Like people do that for work. Yeah. And by just keep on adding things to your, like you are creating just extra work for you. Yeah. You're doing one and a half jobs. And as a self-employed person, social media manager is part of my job. Hmm. So very rarely do I post on the weekend. I take a solid two, uh, 24 hours off every weekend where I'm not posting. While you might be taking photos, you are not posting those exactly. photos. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's important as well. Usually from lunchtime Saturday to lunchtime Sunday-ish or some other similar 24-hour period is off social media 
often it's longer than that, but I think that's important because it's part of my work and I don't, I try not to work on the weekends. And I think the same thing goes, should go for me for social Social media. media. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So one other thing before we go about Instagram, and it's something that I, people ask me about all the time, they feel less than, or they feel they spend a lot of time comparing lives to the lives that they see on Instagram. And I want to encourage you, I guess, to if ever you find yourself feeling like your house isn't as nice or, you know, your bikini body isn't as bikini-ish or whatever it might be, really question why you continue to follow those profiles that make you feel bad. You know, if someone's life looks too good to be true, A, it probably is too good to be true, and B, you don't need to follow it. I mean, follow someone who interests you, follow someone who makes you think or laugh or who draws beautiful illustrations or takes beautiful photos or inspires you to travel or learn a language or whatever it may be. But if someone is making you feel bad by the content they're creating, stop following them. Like, I know it sounds really basic, but we don't. And then we spend literally hours a week beating ourselves up because we don't look like that. Our life doesn't look like that. Our house, our kids, our clothes, our whatever don't look like that. Secret, theirs probably don't either. Hmm. People spend a lot of, and I'm talking about like big lifestyle profiles, spend a lot of time and money to make life look as effortless as it does because it's not. Like they are a business. Bloggers who have hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram, like they have photographers and stylists who help them create those images. That's not necessarily real life. Mm. Look, in some blessed instances it might be, but generally speaking, it's not. So I think that take my permission, you have my permission, or give yourself permission to stop rolling around in those comparisons and those societal expectations and be happy with where you're at. And if they're making you not feel happy, then stop following them. So I guess that would be the takeaway for this week. Next time you're scrolling through Instagram, if you find yourself getting that pang in the gut going, hey, you don't make me feel good or you make me feel something other than content, unfollow them and see what happens. You can always refollow them unless it's like your sister or something she might notice. But <laughs> you can always refollow them if you miss their, their amazing content. Good advice. Hmm. Thank you. That's quite all right. That was uh, Instagram. Next week, come back and hear all about the wonderful world of Facebook. Have a good week. Have a great week. Who is that? Hi, Puck Pass.